Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel what if jordan went in with the wrong intentions but it's like how to lose a guy in 10 days and he's (laughs) like at first it was just for my job but then i really fell in love with you Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Take a trip back. Way, way back to a time when women had to elope possibly escaping through a window at night if their fathers didn't give permission for their marriages. So, like, around the 18th century. Yeah, or, like, maybe the 1950s, or apparently 2016, if you live in Joelle Fletcher's Princess Castle, because last night was all about Robbie and Jordan getting her pop's permission to propose, even during the parts of the episode when you think we get a break from it. No rest for the weary, Claire. Here to talk through the Victorian-style romance of it all with us, we have a very special guest, Olivia Caridi, here. Thanks so much for joining (laughs) us, Olivia. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Where even to start? Um, first, First things first. JoJo introduces both of her gentleman callers to her parents. I was really excited to see her family again. I feel like they had a really solid um, showing during Ben's season. Her mom was drinking champagne straight from the bottle. Her brothers were being overly aggressive. So uh, I was interested to see how how they would play it this time. I was expecting a lot more. Yeah, they, they were, were subdued. Very toned I down. tweeted, like, when are the brothers going to go insane or something? <laughs> like, I've been waiting for this for an yeah. entire season. And it's funny because both of these guys are so much douchier than Ben. Well, that's what I was yeah. saying is, like, knowing Ben and knowing he had a problem with or, you know, trouble with the brothers, I was like, how how does that— You're like, I don't, Jordan and yeah. Robbie are not going to survive I, this. I don't, I don't get that. But, you know, it was a very sweet uh, meeting of the family, which I was— yeah, not expecting. They were very welcoming to they both were. of them. It was. It, it was really beautiful. makes me feel like her brothers are not really looking for a good guy for her so much as just someone equally doodly as them. They were like, <laughs> "Yeah, I get these guys. They've got pets." Or maybe like, they're like, "These guys will move to Dallas. 
they can hang with They're us. They're both like, great. Yeah. yeah. They have nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll follow our sister who's much better than them. <laughs> yeah. Soraya great. stayed out of the champagne for pretty much the full the whole duration, which was it. disappointing because we were all waiting for that. But she had a lot of screen time. She, she was grilling both the guys. I, I enjoyed her. She I was like, too. I'm going to have my moment in the sun. And if anyone's going to ask for permission to marry you, they better ask me as well. I was like, I appreciate that. <laughs> I liked her. She was yeah, cool. She, she was the only up. person who felt that way, though. <laughs> they were all like, shut up, Mom. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> so apparently what happens is um, Robbie asks for permission, mm-hmm. um, and he, he very kindly invites Soraya to be present to witness him asking her husband for their daughter's hand uh, in marriage. He's like, he's I want her gentleman. to be there when I ask <laughs> Dr. Fletcher for, which, by the way, she is also a doctor, but we'll let that pass for now. <laughs> but he's like, I want her to be there when I ask for her daughter's hand in marriage. And then apparently Jordan does not ask in so many words. Ew. And fatal, fatal mistake. JoJo is horrified. Jordan horrified. did bring funny hats for the whole family, though. And that's that a apparently way. is but not. That's why a were way they of not asking. the cheese hats, like the Packers cheese hats. He's like, I want to avoid all associations yeah. with my family. He can't <laughs> have a cheese hat when there's I a rift. I just wanted a cheese hat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all want a cheese hat, yeah. Olivia. But I like, have one. You, know, so it's <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a cheese hat until the the gulf has been yeah. mended. Until Aaron Rodgers is part of the family. Right, yeah. right. You must reach out to Olivia Munn before you get a cheese hat. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, so Jojo is asking her dad, wait, what do you mean he didn't ask in so many words? What did he say? And Soraya says, well, he didn't, he didn't ask me. And she's like, mom, I don't care. Like, I'm asking dad. <laughs> and she, Soraya's like, well, he should have asked me too. And Jojo's <laughs> like, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, no one cares about your feminism right now. <laughs> no one cares what you think. I feel like that was the first sign that she just liked Jordan so much more than Robbie. Definitely. She got mm-hmm. so upset when anything with the Jordan date or the Jordan meeting of the parents didn't go the perfectly. Because she, she seemed to be looking for any justification that, like, mm-hmm. yes, I can choose this guy. He's going to be stable. He's going to be in this. And then he, like— just continuously fucked it up. <laughs> oh, all the time. And I'm like, I'm not really into, you know, societal standards and all that. So I'm totally cool with asking the mom to, like, I'm all about it. That's fine. I thought that was, like, I thought Robbie did great there. I People were like, well, why was she involved? I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't. Well, she was present. She was present. <laughs> she was not asked. I mean, even like when Jordan called. She was invited called, to be there. Yeah. Even when Jordan called and asked permission, she was like, I'll speak on behalf of the family. Yes, we're. <laughs> I like that, that Jordan, well, we'll get to that, but Jordan eventually yeah. did fully include her. Yeah. I, I I thought it was kind of funny that it was, there was so much emphasis on asking her dad, mm-hmm. and he was the least involved family member the whole time. <laughs> right, like you're like, the brothers, brothers are like, and her protecting mom are her. way more vocal. Yeah. Her mom was like, I want to make sure that you're going to treat my princess the right way, and her dad's just sitting there kind of smiling the whole time, like, <laughs> where am I? What's going on? What's <laughs> he did deal? get a little choked up he towards got, the yeah, end. He That's cried. True. It was cute. I think he finally figured out what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Someone clued him in. It was cute. He was like, oh, this Robbie guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they really liked Robbie. 
No one had told them about Robbie's ex-girlfriend. No. They said something like, Robbie's the kind of guy that you would want your daughter to be with in the long run. And I was like... Like, no one forced them to read Reality Steve before (laughs) they came on. I wonder if a certain other young lady's parents feel that way. (laughs) Now that he's dragging her name through the mud on national television. Oops. Well, I'm sure they're watching that back, being like... She did all right. Yeah, bullet dodge. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that that little scene where she's sobbing on her parents' shoulders while, and her older brothers are sort of vocalizing how she's feeling, I was like, wow, this is m- what it must be like to be, like, the baby princess of the family. <laughs> it was so adorable. She was like, I just want to be sheltered and protected, and they were like, this is what we're here for. Like, come to us, baby bird. We will support you. I know. Yeah. They do clearly love her a lot. Yeah, and her sister sweet. was just sitting there like, oh. So that was a kind of interesting family dynamic. Um, you got kind of a sense of how JoJo is used to being protected and taken care of. And yet somehow she hasn't found that in her relationships yet in all of her 24 years <laughs> of living. It's been a long 25. road. 25. 25. She's so old. Finally, it seems like, you know, both the dates go well enough. I, I mean, the, the, parent, the dates. parent dates. Both both the guys make a decent enough impression. But they think Jordan might be kind of a playboy. Right. They prefer Robbie. because he. Prefer I mean, Robbie. Robbie is so earnest. Yeah. yeah. Everything that he says feels like a Hallmark card. Like a yeah. part of a Hallmark card that he's strung together into a complete sentence. I totally agree. <laughs> or just like, like a giant Hallmark movie, like every scene with him. I'm just like, am I watching a Hallmark movie right now? Or <laughs> you're like, this is... I mean, it, it's Which honestly I love impressive. Hallmark movies. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I watch them a lot every Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, how would you know? Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her... Uh, her brother says something to Jojo like, oh, you're not picking a New Year's Eve date. You know, you're picking a husband. You have to think about everything that goes along with that. You what know? goes like, into a New Year's Eve date? I've never, like... Being fun, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I'm like, I... You don't want to date just for New Year's Eve. Like, I, I've i never <laughs> done I mean, that. I yeah. would take that. I've never had one. So yeah. I wouldn't I just no. think that sounds like a yeah. burden. Like, don't you just want to spend New yeah. Year's Eve with your friends? Like, it's I've had a date. date for New Year's Eve once, and now I'm marrying him. So I'm doing it all wrong. It was our second date, though. Oh, I love that. Not a great time to have a second date, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duly noted. It was yeah, a, a little weird. A lot of couples. Um, I wouldn't get too excited about it. I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's so I'm okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the family makes a great showing. Uh, Jill Biden at Jill Biden Veep tweeted, JoJo's mom is the Chris Harrison we deserve. And I completely <laughs> I agree. agree. I support Soraya for um, Bachelor Nation Therapist. Yeah. Ooh, good she, idea. She was on point. She probably could have helped me a lot. <laughs> yeah, she seems nurturing. She could have nurtured me. Yeah. Mm. She would just be like, you are a princess, and you will be queen. You will be <laughs> like, a queen. Before Thank you. this day is over, you will be queen. <laughs> I swear it. In her beautiful, lilting accent. It would be very soothing. Great. Oh, it's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the dates. First date is Robbie. All I remember is the meatloaf God, conversation. I was literally That's just about to say that. All I remember is meatloaf. And the, the faint sound of children in the background. Clearly, you don't get parenthood too much. I mean, 
faint sound of children in the background. <laughs> yeah. Children are never faint. Yeah, They've been like, locked in the basement. Works. That's yeah. why. We may, might need to call yeah. Child Protective You're like, services. kids, we're trying to make meatloaf. We <laughs> just want to sit on the couch and drink our Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> white wine and smell our, our overcooked meatloaf. <laughs> Do people still make meatloaf? I that was the most random thing. Like at least overcooked chicken parmesan or something. Yeah, like, that. like I do not. I, I do not want to pair meatloaf with thing, my white wine. It's the kind of thing that someone like Robbie would say. It's something he doesn't cook, and he doesn't cook with he, with women. He remembers being served dinner by his mom, <laughs> and that's something that he probably was served when he was a kid by his mom. And he's like, oh, like we'll grow up and like cook meatloaf together because like but that's then the burn thing. it and then order pizza right and then order pizza because that's romantic it's so romantic i'm just gonna i'm here to tell you robbie now robbie like. like after like three weeks that's not gonna feel fun anymore <laughs> like you're gonna be like what the is wrong with you like also you're gonna be like did you burn did we burn dinner again yeah. Like, can we stop? Like, that's just a waste that was, of money. That was ten dollars <laughs> of perfectly good ground chuck it's not that you just fiscally responsible. Away. Yeah. Also, I feel like this whole thing came up just so that everyone could brag about their parents' meatloaf recipes. My stepmom makes great meatloaf. Mm. I'm just saying. I did not grow up in a house where we had meatloaf. I did. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jews don't make a lot of meatloaf. Wow, that is so racist. Yeah, against my own people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My I, I didn't grow up with meatloaf. Um, my stepmom first made meatloaf. That was the first meatloaf I had when I was a teenager. So and I was like, into it. <gasps> what, have I been what is this beautiful meat with melange in my mouth? It had like some sort of pumpkin in it or something. Mm, never tried oh. that. They should make that meatloaf and then burn it and order pizza. Well, maybe that's Robbie's next career move. A meatloaf recipe book. Yeah. Like, just a free idea, Robbie. It would be like, can you waffle it? Can you meatloaf it? <laughs> what can you incorporate into a meatloaf? I'm curious to find out. I didn't know you could do it with pumpkin. I was surprised he didn't bring up country clubs and coloring books again. They, I feel like they'd already covered that pretty yeah, thoroughly. That's, that's been, it was that's like, been done. When we get home from the country club, before we do our adult coloring books, Ugh. we make meatloaf. What's the point of belonging to a country club if you're not going to have supper at the club? <laughs> I would eat at the club. And yeah. Then, you got to take full advantage. Yeah. I mean, why are you part of the country club if you're not eating the food? Yeah. I'm sorry. I hear they have great food. Meatloaf. <laughs> at all the Dallas country clubs oh, that, I, yeah. that I frequent. Um, so yeah. a few people have commented that Robbie would have been there from the long haul. That's Lisa. And Courtney says, Robbie is too much. Sometimes you need to play a little hard to get. Yeah. He was coming on a little strong. Yeah, she kept saying— That's kind know, of his thing. She kept saying, you're here because, you know, you said I love you to me first. I would not be encouraged by that if I were Robbie because it's sort of like saying you are a sure thing <laughs> and that's why I, I just keep, there's keep no such you. thing as hard to get on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor no such right. thing right you have some insight into this I assume it, they just, encourage I mean you, you can't, to say you can't things. like there's no time and there's no guarantees so the last thing you can do is be like Whoa, you come to me then she'll be like okay bye <laughs> you know like there's no you can't do that on the show right so when you're in that yeah. kind of like locked box environment are you just like 
is it sort of one track mind? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, when you don't have a phone, you're like you're staring at a wall all day, dreaming about this said person that you've spent like like two minutes yeah. with. But you know, when your dates are flying in a helicopter, and you know, I don't even heck, I don't even remember half the dates because <laughs> I just tweet the whole time. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you you you're in this mode where it's like, oh, this date is so fun. This they're saying everything I want to hear. This is I'm in love, and you know, you could be, can be, <laughs> yeah. you know. But there's no such thing as like there's so much pressure to to like move quickly because it's such a quick process. Yeah. Like it's so fast. Like if you don't say everything at the right moment, you're you're the, the rest of the night you're going to be thinking, "Oh my gosh, I didn't say it. I didn't say it." So he just took every opportunity to be like, "I love you. I love you," which is, you know, fine. <laughs> and whatever. also meatloaf. And he loves meatloaf. I'm going to tell you what our the next 60 years of our life is going to be. I've known yeah. you for a minute, but I'm going to just tell you how <laughs> it goes. I'm going to say two things though. I think Jordan played a little hard to get and it worked. Oh, because yeah, because it made her think really hard about how much she wanted to make it work, despite the fact that she he wasn't, wasn't just giving it all. He to wasn't her giving it all to her, and she was like, "But I want to make mm-hmm. it happen with him." Also, she he, he, she's like twenty four, twenty five, and he was like, "We're gonna have kids in nine months plus." Like a week, and she was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> I'm sorry." You're like, "We're not, not, it's not like, happening yet." We need to talk about this a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I don't know how she kept a straight face. That was what I was. Yeah, thinking. he's like, "You will be bearing my children." <laughs> in, her face um, was just she had like this little smirk. To Twelve months. Oh yeah. god, that was a little much. Funny. Um, and then they make out on the beach, and she's like, "Where did the time go?" I always say that. Um. Into the past, I assume. That's where it goes. And uh, that's that's uh, pretty much their date. Any, anything else no, I'm missing? We, we no. move on to Jordan. Yeah. Um, and their date was more eventful. Was yes. it, though? Yes. I get, yeah, I Because guess so. she that, confronts him. Yeah, right, the little conversation. The well, yeah, she doesn't drama. really confront him. She sort of passive-aggressively lets him confront himself by saying— so, how was yesterday? Let's talk about it. Yeah, how was your conversation with my family? What did you talk to my dad it was about? It so passive-aggressive. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was, I was like, dying. Oh. Yeah. And then Oof. she was just like, you didn't, you didn't ask. You yeah. didn't ask him. Didn't he outright he say? Said, he, he said, said I didn't ask. He said, it was weird because, like, all I'd ever wanted to do was ask that question. Um, but when it came down to it, I just, I couldn't ask in that moment, and she was like, so you didn't ask. I was just so surprised when I heard you didn't ask. I didn't know what to think. Mm. I'm so afraid. I'm so hurt and upset. She really didn't give him much of a chance to say anything. No. And he kind of responded with, yeah, I mean, it. it's just, yeah, I, you know. Yeah. It was the most flustered we've seen him. Yeah. What do you guys think actually happened? Because he did sort of say, I'm, I've always dreamed which, what? I've always dreamed of asking a woman's father for a hand in a marriage. A woman's father. <laughs> Any woman, really. Just, just someone. I think what he was trying to articulate was that he wanted to know that it was him before he moved forward. Exactly. Right. With entering, basically, the proposal phase. Yeah. Right. Which um, I agree with. Yeah. And I, I didn't see human. anything. I think, I don't think you can force someone to want to 
to do something that they don't feel comfortable with. This isn't like, yeah, dad, I'd like to take your daughter to prom. Like, this is a big deal. And it would be hard to be like, I want to marry your daughter. I don't know how she feels about me, but I'd like to marry her. And I'd like, you know, it just, I totally agreed with him. And I thought it's weird to put someone on the spot and kind of like beg them to do something that. Right. It's like, it was a very human moment. And then at the same time, you're like, Part of you is like, but but Jordan, this is how this works, and it's yeah. such a weird, a well, that's weird what I struggle with on the show is like, yeah, knowing what you have to do on the show and knowing what you would normally do in real life, right? It's like this totally, isn't yeah, actually it's something that you know, I still yeah. can't. Really Spoiler alert: This is not how things it's go not in the how real world. Anything goes in the real world. <laughs> it is something that people have articulated in the past, though. Like, I am struggling because. There is someone else here, and I want to be fully giving myself to you, but it's hard knowing that you might reject me. He did not say that. He never says that. (laughs) And you know that that's kind of what he's saying because he says, I wanted to be totally sure how you felt before I asked. And she's like, but I told you that I really wanted you to ask him. And he's like, well, but – and she's like, I told you, and now I'm so hurt and sad, (laughs) and that moment is gone forever. And he's like, whoa, okay, well, and then he's like, "Well, I will be. I'll I'll be on one knee. I'll be on a knee. I'll be on a knee. I'll I'll take <laughs> I don't a know knee." Which one. And she's yeah. like, "I don't even one. know what if My you will exist. anymore." <laughs> I do have a knee. I have, yes. I have two knees. <laughs> Robbie said he was going to hop on a knee. Oh, he's hopping, which sounded oh, I painful. That. Like oh, the I... knee is not meant to absorb that much impact. <laughs> I would have loved to see that. Yeah, yeah. much athleticism. And we missed well, it. Thanks a lot, JoJo. I'm still angry we didn't get to see Robbie swim at all. I mean, no, I'm getting very excited for the Olympics, and I was like, you know, I want to see some. Some swimming. They did have yeah. an underwater kiss, didn't they? Did they not? They swam, they but did. not. Oh, I totally forgot about the And he can hold underwater. his breath for a long time Which underwater. Which does make He's sense. Been trained. Also, yeah. his hair still doesn't move underwater. It's the no, most impressive no thing. No that could be risky for JoJo, like underwater making out. He's like holding her down. He's like, I <laughs> could do scared. this for hours. And she's like, help, I'm not help. a professional You're, swimmer. I'm drowning. So Jordan and JoJo leave the day portion of the date still at odds she's furious that he didn't ask her father for permission to request her hand in marriage he's seems like he's been whacked in the face with a kayak paddle Mm. which is entirely possible given what they were doing on their date which was sea kayaking it did look very beautiful it did like thailand is on the list of places i'd like to go for sure yeah um and so then they go to the evening portion, mm-hmm. hanging out on the couch in the suite, and they're still talking about it. Of course. Um, well, you know, she had like, to address it again. Yeah, she's like, that moment <laughs> that I've always dreamed of is gone forever. And it. she emphasizes that it makes her scared mm-hmm. and sad that it's gone forever. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, so it's not gone forever if you're picking Robbie. Because that definitely happened. Right. So you're not picking Robbie. <laughs> so obvious. I feel like it was pretty clear. It was so obvious. From the family portion. Oh, it was like yeah. and and I felt even going into this episode, she just seemed to like Jordan better. Well, she just she found every opportunity to defend Jordan, like to her family the whole, when they, the when they weren't giving him like 
you know, when they, they weren't over the moon about him. She, but did but did you liked him, though, right? Like, yeah. he might have not done everything you wanted, but right. you liked him. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a good he's a good dude, whatever. Yeah, but like, we <laughs> liked him. When he was driving better. off, she was like, you did so good. Yeah, it's like, fine. Oh. <laughs> they they did like That's you. Great. They Thumbs did like up. you as a person. You're a good person. <laughs> no, she she was smitten with, with that boy. Yeah, so that date ends still in a tense place. Um. He only wants to propose once because that's his parents are married. I don't know. <laughs> his parents are still married. Yeah. He gets to feel that way. That's fine. Um, it is a weird situation. I mean, I don't think that you should have to ask for any for your parents' hand in marriage. But, like, once you're doing that, um, it all becomes very weird to me because mm-hmm. the whole concept of asking for a parents' hand in marriage, I wouldn't, even if that were happening, want— the parents to know before I was, but yeah. then the concept rests on that, right? That you ask the parents first mm-hmm. for permission to ask. So the concept rests on the parents being like knowing first. Yeah. So he's saying, I wanted to know what, what your answer is first, but that's not what the whole deal is with that. So it's confusing times we live in. He's got to buckle up no. and do it. Okay. So proposal day. Some there's some unfinished business with Jordan. They also look for the rings. They have a little meeting with Neil Lane. Yes. Um, I actually thought Jordan went with a more understated for this show ring, which I, I loved appreciated. That ring. I was like, there is restraint it was being it wasn't shown just here. Like, oh, it wasn't just ring. like maximum. Yeah, no, diamonds. I loved it. I loved. Yeah, it. I, I thought it was, it was very great. pretty. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, this is. I don't think this is hideous. It's amazing. Kind of an oval, very pretty. It was like oval one shape. huge yep. oval stone instead Great. of and then just fifteen thousand diamonds yeah, in a like pretty. giant setting. Very yeah, pretty. yeah. Good I choice. was at that point. I was like, I really do hope it's Jordan, so that just she gets for to her wear to have the nice ring. Yeah. <laughs> and Robbie was like, I'm thinking of her and how she's going to well, be he's wearing like, my this ring. My heart is beating out of my chest. My heart will. My chest will Hallmark. burst. Yeah, it's like you. You have so many of these cliches. It's a lot it's of feelings. Impressive. Lot of feelings. The, the things he even had to say, like how he was picking the ring, I was just like, Robbie, you're just looking at the rings and thinking about which one you think looks you prettiest. You think would look best <laughs> on your future wife. Yeah. It's like I'm thinking about how it will reflect off of her face and the sparkles <laughs> and like in her eyes and which one matches the contours of her jaw. And it's like, no, you're not. Calm down. <laughs> Um, we need to talk about the letters. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Well, mm. so first of all, Jordan, we you skip this? Oh, right. Jordan calls her parents. I called that at the beginning of the episode. Right when he didn't ask, I turned. I was I was watching the finale with two dudes who hadn't watched the entire season. That's awesome. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I gave them a little, like, preview before. I was like, fill them in. I was like, you can't talk. Yeah. But only during commercial breaks. Yeah. Um, But I like turned to one of them and I was like, he's going to call. He's going to call her parents later. I had to. She was having a breakdown. My favorite part was when he was like, hey, yo, is this Joe? Yeah. I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh. I was a little worried. I was like, is he calling JoJo right now? Joe, like, yo, (laughs) hey. Hey, <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah, that was. Uh, he yeah. took a very different approach to that than yeah. Robbie was like, Doctor Fletcher, Sir. 
and Madame Fletcher, Doctor Fletcher's bride. I am my love for your daughter, <laughs> for Joelle. Steadfast for Joelle. Jo- if you want to give me her hand, <laughs> I will keep her close I to my side. Her for I will wrap her in a bow like the treasure that she truly is. Hey, yo, I will cradle hey, yo, her yo, to my bosom. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to marry your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a little different. Soraya, you there? Soraya, you there, girl? You on the yeah, phone too? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Do I got your permission to do this shit or what? What do you do? Okay, cool. See you guys. Peace. And now let me sit and compose a letter. Yes, but he writes her a letter on an actual note card. Ooh. So he's prepared. He writes her a letter saying, you know, I was sick to my stomach after what happened. I was, I just would never want to hurt you and let you down. And I, so I did ask for permission and I'm just so excited to the, jump into this with the you. The voiceovers were killing oh me though. Like fading from one voice to another while they like I'm, I'm pensively sit there like shirtless on the balcony like so looking over the edge oh, and then start yeah. to put their Just knowing, knowing on. what they went through to create. <laughs> like I always I can't yeah, watch I, no, this I wanna anymore. hear I wanna hear your I insights. can't watch it anymore because I all I think of is like how they put it together in real life and knowing like that they probably were sitting there doing this voiceover and like doing a dramatic reading. I was my <laughs> friends and I were dying laughing. Like oh my it, God. Oh, it that was too much. It was too much for me. Also emotionally. But with all that production, they couldn't get Robbie anything better than a torn out sheet of notebook. No, paper. of course not. No. Were they just trying to make him look bad? But at least he had lines. I was like, that was a long letter. It would have been, you know, really difficult. It was long. Um, yeah. It was I, lengthy. Very long. Yeah. But he had a lot of feelings to express. Well, he just has Robbie so has many feelings. Feelings. so many feelings. I think I think we've decided that he <laughs> yeah. has a lot of feelings. He's very full sen- of He's emotion. a sensei. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> so she reads these letters and she is they should have given her these letters before she got her makeup done. She was in full sob. I felt yeah. I felt for her. I mean, they have some great waterproof mascara. Yeah. yeah. I, need, I need to know. Also, did you notice that she had, like, stills that obviously the producers had given her of <laughs> oh, yeah. all of the moments? Like, yeah. in the last few seasons, they haven't done anything like this. They used to make all of the final two or three make, like, video, oh, yeah, video, like, pitches for themselves. And it was super awkward. And this felt almost like a callback to that kind of thing. Well, like, this, they were testing something different. out. They did the videos. Then they then they started doing the, like, GIFs in the final night kind of thing. Like, oh, I made you a, oh, scrapbook. a scrapbook. Or, like, I did, I put a photo in a, a frame. And now, <laughs> and then this season, it was different. It was just like, I'm just going to write you a letter. And just give it but to you. But then we're going to make you all do a dramatic reading. But then you also have to do a voice. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even talk about it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then the real, the real secondhand pain comes because it's time for the proposals. And she's like, I can't. I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to break his heart. And... She has to do it. Here comes Robbie. That That's how the show works. That's what happens. She's going to be upset from letting the other guy go. The other guy. He is, like, friends with Jordan. But, like, I'm going to tell her I love her. She's going to say it back. I'm going to propose, and I'm going to have a fiancé. And it's going to be so great. And I just can't believe it's finally happening. Usually they come down, and there's a little bit of, like, I'm nervous but excited. And I can't believe this day is here. He was dead certain. 
Yeah, he said something like, my love for JoJo is as clear as the diamond I picked out. It's flawless. Oh, I was like, no, stop. Um, and then his speech to her, he goes down to her and he says— Also, she was smiling a little too much when he stepped up. I was like, give him a hint, girl. I mean, like, <sighs> she, she starts to look like she's holding back tears pretty quickly. That's true. Once he starts That speaking. might just be because he's saying things like— my future longs for you. My heart yearns I am for you. Steadfast. I love just that word. <laughs> At some point, I heard steadfast, and, and you're like, like, "That's it. This is where we've gone to." <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't get over that word. Um, both he and Jordan in their speeches say a version of, "I will protect and care for you forever. You will always be safe for, with me." I'm not going to lie. I don't think JoJo needs protection. I think that She's she thinks she needs protection. She emphasizes that a lot. I think she, there's a reason they both said that. That's true. Just like JoJo, you didn't. You got, you got this. it. You got, you got this, it, girl. You got this. Um, and then she finally stops him after he's poured out all these ridiculously embarrassing things. My future longs for you. I just can't. At least she stops him before he gets down on one knee. Yeah, she's Thank like, goodness. I can't let you get down on one knee. I, I don't can't want to take, take that, that moment from you. from you. Thank goodness. Yeah, I was really in- interested by the breakup. What did you guys think about how she handled the breakup? She says, I really wanted it to be you. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like that's a line that we often hear. Like From it's, her, especially. I she said, yeah, it, she a said lot. it a few times. She says, I wanted to fall in love with I you. Wanted I wanted it to, to be, be you. Because she's just like, well, this is shitty. I didn't want to end up here with yeah. you or anyone else. So I thought it was like his reaction was strange strange just considering he has so many feels and then she was like no it's not you and he was like okay he was pretty stoic about yeah, it yeah like i it was it was i don't know it was kind of weird i was I expecting w- like a tear or something well he's gonna yeah, have he a new love a little. of his life soon yeah i'm not that worried about him but he's gonna be okay but yeah i thought it was i mean the last thing you ever want to hear when you're getting dumped is like, I wanted to love you. Yeah. But you're just I not. I wanted it to be you, but yeah. you're just not. But you're just not. Yeah. And I, I'd be like, oh, okay. It's yeah. Great. Like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you. I now. gave you a really great shot. And yep. nonetheless, you did not. You still weren't Jordan. And then yeah. she was oh. like, I know that you're going to love me till the day you die. <laughs> yeah, that was Also, I was like, weird. well, honestly, hopefully— he doesn't. Yeah. Hopefully he moves past this. Hopefully. Yeah, that was I hope that was just a slip of the tense. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back in a minute with more from Olivia and some juicy behind the scenes scoops from Reality Steve. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean who doesn't? <laughs> Turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. 
For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, hi Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, <laughs> you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season yes. again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic, 
also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. So we get to Jordan, which is the happy part of this equation. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just such a sucker for love. I was like, even if they only love each other right now and they're going to break up soon, this is just so cute. Also, like, let's be real. Like, the proposal on a show like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is just, like, an agreement to try it out and to date. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see. I liked it. And then you also get to wear a sparkly diamond. He says he'll protect her forever. And then she's like, I have to tell you that I love you too. And he's so I know. I like that she said that before he got into the the whole spiel. It was great. Loved it. Yeah. Fan. And he likes that she challenges him to be the best version of himself, which I thought was a sweet sentiment. Totally. It's nice. Totally. Um, I think that's that can be a really healthy thing in a relationship, provided that he rises to the challenge. Jordan, right. We'll see, Jordan. I mean, we are we're Team JoJo here, so we want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to see our girl so, happy. Yeah, and then we're right into after the final rose. I'm feeling optimistic about them because of what they've had to go through thus far, which I think is w- worse than what many couples yeah. out of the show they have, have to go had a through. really rough time partly because of his higher profile yeah yes and, you know the family yeah. stuff and the the rogers brother and that was a big part of and, why i think they yeah. were so uncomfortable and after the final rose and chris harrison was driving me 
nuts. 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 Oh, he, he was, was going so in on them. I wanted about to just, it. and I, th- I I can't imagine why we would expect them to be relaxed and acting in love when Chris Harrison spent the whole time asking them, like, "Are you on the rocks? Did you almost break up? What about yeah, Aaron? Like, are you going to invite him to your wedding? Happy. Did you guys make up?" I was getting so. I also heated. did. I did actually like that JoJo was pretty honest about it and said, yeah, it hasn't been easy. Like, of course not. All of these things, we we did have rough patches. And I thought, like, I like that. I like that honesty. I like mm-hmm. admitting, like, no, it hasn't just been, like, all, you know, the most yeah. fun ever to not be able to see each other yeah. and, like, be flown to safe houses whilst yeah. Jordan is on the cover of, like, every magazine. magazine and, yeah, that's—and the fact know. that they're still sitting there and— Trying is it get, makes me very optimistic. So yeah, that's I do, my answer in a weird roundabout. I think way. there's something to I don't know. This is something I always kind of preferred about Jordan to Robbie during the season, is like the fact that you're able to say even on the context of The Bachelor, here's something I'm nervous about or I'm unsure about in our relationship mm-hmm. or about our future to me, is a better sign than going in hard <laughs> from the beginning and being like, I love you. We're having babies I know it right will be now. Perfect. Because yeah. that is really hard to come down from after the show when you hit real life. And I think it's much better to ease in from a place of like, we're figuring this out. And well, and like what with life's this show, like. you kind of, because of the rushed nature, you kind of skip one of the more important parts of dating, which I think is developing a friendship. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, I feel like the past couple months have have been good for them as far as just talking about things. And, like, they they were trying to take the steps to, like, develop a friendship sort of and not just be like, I love you. Like, you know, let's talk about things. Let's get everything out there. Like, what do you expect out of a relationship? What do you expect as far as, like, asking my my dad to marry me and things like that? So I'm, I'm all for it. I'm team JoJo. I'm team Jordan, like. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it's great. you know, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. I liked that when she she came out and talked to um, Robbie, and he first of all asking your ex who is engaged oh whether God. she still sees a f- like thinks that. about a future. She was with like, you. no, no, what? <laughs> no. Like that is such an inappropriate question. It's just horrible. I thought like, that he no. he seemed so polished out there though. He was, like, very finely media trained. Yeah, but then the things he was actually asking were, like, stop it. Um, yeah, but then he wants to know, you know, what really was the reason that she— And she sort of says, ultimately, like, Jordan and I are just get along so well, and we're, we're such good friends, and we didn't really have that rapport in the end. Yeah, she said, like, our, our personalities didn't— mesh as well as I would have yeah. wanted them to. And that's actually a because pretty they didn't reason. have the friend- good answer. They didn't have the friendship level. Like, it just went straight from zero to 100 with them. Like, to develop chemistry, like, just personality-wise, like, you have to be friends. You have to be able to see, like, can we just actually sit on a couch eating meatloaf right. and talk about things yeah. and be friends, you Robbie know? seems convinced they can do that. Like, he was so convinced, and I was like, no. I've never seen you guys have a conversation. No. Or anything really particularly lighthearted. <laughs> well, that's why yeah. I liked, you know, when, when Jordan came into the house to meet her family, the first thing they said was, like, we, we, we're good at just making fun of each other. That's what's up. Like, you gotta be able to... You know, poke yeah. fun with your your BFF slash partner. Like that's at least what I'm all about. So, I I kind of knew from that moment that they had that underlying chemistry, friendship wise and romantically, um, and physically. So, 
Good things. Good things. We have to get to feminism fails before the show's over. And this is where we rate some moments from the show on a scale of one to five Um, in terms of how anti lady they are. I might mess this up. I'm already (laughs) nervous. It's okay. We're going to give them numbers. You're going to notice a strong theme in this week's feminism fails. Yeah, it's all all around us. (laughs) First of all, Robbie asks JoJo's father for permission to propose to her. But he does invite her mom to witness the request. I'm giving that a four because he let her mom stay in the room, <laughs> which is really progressive, I thought. Uh, I'm just going to say love or hate it, and I love it because I don't really get the number system quite yet, but I loved that. Thank you. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> JoJo hears that Jordan didn't ask her father, and she gets really furious. And she really doesn't care at all that her mom wasn't asked or involved. Um, This was probably a five for me. I was like, I thought that this was way overblown in terms of how important it was. Like, like she felt like she couldn't get married if her dad wasn't asked for permission. Like, you're independent. You're an independent woman. I respect whatever you want for your proposal. I get that. But on a larger scale, when we're looking at these kind of traditions, it's like maybe— You don't need your father specifically to give permission for another man to take ownership over you. I'm going to go with like a a two and switch it up. I'm not a traditional dater or like I don't feel the need to follow rules, but that is just one of those things like you got to do it. And that's all. I don't think you got to do it. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. This this is Um, fun. Yeah. It's a healthy debate. Healthy debate. Um. And then JoJo spends her last date with Jordan, most of the, like half the date, talking about <laughs> how bummed and sad and scared she is that the moment she dreamed of, her future husband asking her for her hand from her father um, is now gone forever. Gone forever. Well, but then it wasn't gone forever. Yeah, so that. Well, right. I mean, this is kind of all wrapped up in the same <laughs> same theme. <laughs> Clearly, Claire and I are like over the, the need for asking, you know, just the idea dad. that a whole relationship would be compromised by your father's permission or lack thereof is so retrograde. Right. Like to I, me. I really liked it when during Andy season, her dad was like, "I mean, ask my daughter if she wants. If she's into it, then yeah. I'm into it." Yeah. I just think, I think asking of the fa- like asking the father on this show is aw- awkward and weird, just because like. I, my dad, if if two it's like a pe- production, yeah, yeah, it's weird. But like in the real world, I I always I have trouble differentiating between this and the real world. So. They're all it's all real. It's, it's all so real. real. They just document it, yeah, you're right? You're right. There's yeah. no, there's no. What editing. am I saying? They don't yeah. even know the cameras it's are there. Just all real. What am I saying? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, and finally, on a lighter note, Jordan calls the pa- the parents and asks them both for permission. I I liked hey, yo, that Joe, I included liked that. her. Yeah. Uh, yo, I liked yeah. that. I'm giving that a two because I'm giving it a two as well. Progress. He includes her mom. Yep. So yeah, it's very sweet. Two. Um, so we we end on a on a sort of progressive note, rel- relatively. <laughs> I love. It. <laughs> and we have our tweet of the week. Uh, it was tough to choose just one because mm-hmm. you know Bachelor Nation was on fire on Twitter, uh, <laughs> but this week's is from Allie Maynard at Miss. M. Ain. If a man asks permission to marry your daughter, say, she isn't a piece of property, you stupid asshole. Ask her your goddamn self. 
that about sums up how Claire and I feel about yeah. this tradition. Beautiful. Before we wrap up, Olivia, yeah. you want to just talk a little bit about what you've, you know, been up to since Me? your turn on the show? Oh. Um, you moved to New York. I did. You're I'm one with, of us now. Yeah. So I moved. <laughs> I celebrated my four-month anniversary two days ago of moving to New York, which is, I, I take a shot every month as like a woo, go me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I— finally found a job and I am so happy and loving it. I was about to call my mom at one point and be like, oh, psych, I can't do this. I can't find a job. But I found one, you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, I really have just tried to go back to normal life. And, you know, like I, I tweet funny jokes about the show, but like I'm not very in tune with it. Um, not on Paradise. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, Did they try to get you to come? Yeah. <laughs> you it were was, like, it was It was a uh, couple phone calls back and forth of like, oh, we'd love to have you. And every time I was just like, no, no, no. You're like, I have had enough. I have. Like, but how are you going to find love? <laughs> I'm going to find love. Um, I'm, I ref- I'm not, I don't do dating apps. I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, I know that's rough in New York City, but <laughs> yeah, um, it really yeah. is. Yeah, no, I'm so I want to find love so badly, and sometimes I kind of feel like Robbie. I have a lot of feelings myself, and I'm really excited to find the right person one day. And um, like you know, I I babysit a lot, and I totally have baby fever, and like Aww. I just want to find the right person. But see, I'm that's so, nice because yeah. then you can give them back. Yeah, at like, the end of it, you're yeah, like, this I'm like, has been okay, real. Like, I loved you for three yeah. hours, and now I'm going to give you back. So, no, I I'm not doing dating apps partially because someone will match with me, and they'll say like, I want to see your toes, or oh, like, I want to see your mouth, and I'm oh, like, oh, here we go. So, right, yeah. I mean, look, men on dating apps are generally disgusting and then if you've also been yeah. on a television show it's and just like rough. been I through just, the ringer like that's I can't imagine shitty. like my story being like I met him on Bumble but no like life is normal people are really nice to me on the street ironically Good. like it's people are starting to get the real me I'm seeing like I get tweets all the time that are like why did I hate you like you're freaking iconic on Twitter right now like you're so <laughs> funny every Monday night so yeah like I um I'm I'm reality television I'm done with. I'm just normal human being. Well, again. that's awesome. And it yeah. also like honestly watching this season, it's like if people cannot put it in perspective between the fact that they had to make you the villain and I give know. you the villain edit and then look at like some of the you know, everyone Chad and that we've got. I will never date. So please stop oh tweeting my. me saying well, that Chad and I are Chad perfect for each other. You have never dated any of the men who are no. on the Bachelorette this season. No, like so I, why would he even bother? I'm enough. Like I have never God. seen a tweet that Chad and I would be a perfect couple. No, enough. You're like them. absolutely not. I, I that just seems, enough. Um, we're not hellish. perfect for each other. You don't know me. Um, yeah, yeah, I. I my really good friend is on Paradise, and so I'm gonna go to her watch party tonight and enjoy it. And then I who Izzy? Oh, yeah, we didn't get to see that much of her. We're I'm really yeah, to, we're really good friends. I fell in love with her on the first night, and of course she went home, and I was like, damn it. Then you, but yeah, like I'm I'm really fact. excited to like support her, and I was really happy to watch JoJo because I do I do mm-hmm. adore her and love her, and it's been hard for me to watch just her, the journey that she's had to go through. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I, um, 
I'm I'm just back to normal. I don't know. I'm and really, now you get to yeah. be back and enjoy watching the Bachelor franchise and not worry about I don't yourself know, like, being on I, it. After after watching Izzy, I don't think I'm gonna watch anymore. <laughs> You're like like this my is my it's really like it really hurt my family and like my sister and I live <sighs> together and she we she won't even be around when it's on. It's she's very angry. Um, I've kind of let go of the anger, like uh, you know, for the most part, but like. I, I won't watch after Izzy's season. I yeah. just that don't. seems really really fair, and I think yeah. it's like a good per, a, you know a good reminder to everyone. The yeah. people on these shows are real people. At the they end are. of the day, like except I think for Chad, except for Chad, I think most people can take a little bit of ribbing, but there's a line. Well, it's just it's, like stop taking it so seriously. Like if you can watch it as entertainment, like I do, and tweet stupid stuff about cheese heads and whatever, like that's fun. But there is no like there's a fine line between bullying someone on social media and just like poking fun at the situation as a whole and like someone messaged me and was like you're so mean to the guys and I was like don't even get don't even get me started because if if you I have never said a death threat I have never tagged anyone and said you're this or you're that I'm just making jokes about like hair being in the wrong place or stupid stuff. I'd like stuff. to think that most people can tell the difference between you'd, those you'd two You'd be surprised. You'd be I know. Surprised. I mean, we, you know, we work in online media and it's not, you know, the same level as being yeah. on TV, but yeah. like, yeah, there is a difference between saying, yeah. I disagree with something you did or I'm going to make fun or of like, like the way that outfit looked. Or like, you are a C word. And, and I'm right. like, and what I'm going to, you know, you deserve to die. Like, yeah. But life, yeah. life is good. Life is good. good. Hopefully... My love story is around the corner. I'm super And you, you won't have yeah. to, you know, answer to anyone about no. it. No. <laughs> and I can, like, put it on social media and people will be like, cool, you're, you're dating. Yeah. Yay. Bye. So, yeah. That's I'm, – I'm boring. Well, man. we're really yeah. excited to have gotten Thanks. to meet you in the real world. Yeah. And, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're like, duh. You're welcome. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. Come back anytime. Yeah. Now we'll share an interview we taped with the one and only Reality Steve of the Notorious Bachelor Spoiler blog. Enjoy. You've been pretty skeptical of Jordan and Jordan's authenticity this whole season. So what were your thoughts after watching last night? I found it laughable. I mean, it's just, it's really tough for me because of all the things that I've heard and a lot of which I've shared. that, you know, from the fact that this guy's name got leaked 11 days before filming began, JoJo, obviously, he obviously had an advantage going in because JoJo, you know, Googled him and looked him up. And um, it just, it, 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 it all played out perfectly like the way the show wanted it. And it's just not believable to me. Um, I don't, I, and, and you know what, I'm not even putting all this on Jordan either. I think there's a part of JoJo that went into this just looking to build her brand and be in media and be on TV. I don't think Jojo Hannah Fletcher has any interest in ever flipping another house the rest of her life. And, and I'm not even going to falter for that. I think a lot of people go on this show to build a brand and to get out of their boring mundane job that they're in every day. Um, so um, I, this could be a package deal where these two are going to ride this wave as long as they can, but there is no way in hell these two are getting married. It's just not happening. And I can't, I can't say that any more definitively. And you know, it's, I guess it's just time is going to end up being my um, vindication. But even when they said last night, no, we haven't had any 
you know, fights or whatever. The fact that she admitted it's been tough is going to end up continuing to weigh on her because the stories aren't going to end because the show's over and now that they've said they're happy. You know, the tabloids basically reported what I've been reporting for months, and um, those aren't going to end. And it, let's see if they, let's see if she can eventually deal with it. Um, I, I think eventually it's going to overwhelm her, and it's going to be a little bit too much. It's already gotten to her. Hell, she admitted she cried herself to sleep a lot of nights. So we know it's already getting to her. Do you feel any sort of guilt for that, though? That that you're that the stuff that that you and other outlets are reporting is causing them difficulties and is causing her pain, or or do you see that as a essentially not really a factor um i don't i don't look at it as i don't feel guilty at all because i'm reporting what's true and you can say well how do you know it's true well how do you know it's true giving up sources <laughs> and i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna give up sources but i know enough to know what's real and what isn't and this isn't real and um they can, people can doubt me all they want, and that's fine. I mean, I have no problem if people don't want to believe me and people want to believe that these two are going to be married and Jordan said on Instagram he's going to spend the next 100 years with her. That's that's absolutely the most laughable thing I've heard all season. It's stupid. I also think, like, obviously it's, you know, fun to surmise over whether the final two will stay together, but I'm kind of more interested in kind of, you know, the way the show is put together. And yeah, you've been writing about these shows for years now but this season you know what you've posted on your site actually seemed to leak into the production of the show specifically with you know them addressing uh that Robbie's ex-girlfriend had had spoken out about him is it just me or was that was that new and and did that surprise you to kind of see it leaking into the actual um, making of the show yeah I, I did find that interesting um I think they knew even the Jordan stuff. I mean, both the Robbie and Jordan stuff got leaked into the show and it was obvious. They knew what was being said out there. They obviously were never going to say, Hey, reality C was reporting this because they're never going to mention me on the show, <laughs> which is, which is smart of them. Um, but yeah, the Robbie storyline absolutely was, he was not genuine. Um, the story, the stuff, the posting was true and to see it play out. Um, I guess if it's that egregious, I guess the show feels like they have to address it because there's so much stuff out there. I mean, every season we see the, you know, the wrong reasons contestant who's there for the wrong reasons and all that. But this season, it definitely took the cake because there was so much out there uh, with girls that Jordan has been with. And then Robbie's ex, um, and then even Grant to a, a, a smaller extent, just because Grant only lasts five episodes. But, you know, I've, I've heard from behind the scenes people that they don't think they're going to last. Like, it's just not, it's not just me. And it's not just people on the, you know, viewers of this site saying, um, because they're taking what I've said and, and using that as to form their opinion. I, I, people behind the scenes behind are, are saying that this isn't going to work. I don't think this guy is looking to be married and I don't think he's looking to be married to her. I think this guy went on the show to increase his brand and he's out for fame and he's using her for it. And she's right now being sucked into it. Well, I hope she, you know, comes out on top and gets the career she desires and a life of, I don't know, detox tea Instagram sponsorships. I really want her to host First Look. Yes, I support it. We're all in on that. Yeah. 
Um, you know what? I, you know what's funny? Before the season, I even said that. I said, "Look, I go. I don't know what it is, but I do think she has it. I think that she that she definitely will end up having a job in media, um, and that's why she. You know, I don't think anyone goes on the show thinking I'm going to get this job after the show, but they know that opportunities will definitely come about. I mean, she was the lead of a nationally uh, of a network broadcast show for 11 weeks after being on Ben's season for 11 weeks. So. We've got 22 episodes of this girl carrying herself very well on camera. So I think she just knows by taking that bachelorette gig, she knows what doors this can open for her. And she doesn't want to flip houses ever. Fair. Like that's, that was just not <laughs> in the cards for her. So I don't fault them for that. I don't fault anybody for taking the lead of this show. But for her, I think that she will have a, a good career out of this. I don't know what job she's going to get, but I do think that she will be sought after. No doubt. Should we pivot to paradise a little bit? Yeah, yeah, let's talk paradise. We're, we're actually, a, we're a spoiler-free show, so I know this okay. is going to be a little difficult, but keeping that in mind, what can you tease for us coming in in, in paradise? Any true love connections? Any <laughs> not false, true, yeah, packaged <laughs> love connections? Yeah. We have talked about the fact that there's going to be the three proposals, so we can okay, we can so talk yeah, about okay, that. So I just, I didn't, I didn't know if I could go there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah no, we appreciate it. Um. And they will be with, uh, you know, people that are obviously every every contestant on the show is in a former season, but everybody that does get engaged on the show is uh, is from recent seasons. So it's not going to be some kind of random from, from five seasons ago or something like that. I mean, they're all recent contestants. Um, I think there's one that's going to be pretty obvious. There's one that's like, oh, take it. They probably deserve each other. And then there's one that is kind of probably one you never saw coming. But um, but for the most part, yeah, I mean, this is uh, that's what this show is. It's like, all right, let's get all these former contestants who all kind of talk and flirt and sex and hook up outside the show and put them on an island and fill them with alcohol. And so let's see what happens. Let's see who hooks up and let's see who can, you know, maintain um, a relationship. But once again, this show has kind of turned into a let's use this show for publicity. And um, it's, it's hard to buy that these couple, I mean, it's, it's hard enough to believe that at the end of two months of filming, someone gets engaged when you barely spend maybe 72 hours total with that person. Now just realize that bachelor in paradise is filmed over 18 days and wow. three couples got engaged after knowing each other. Yeah, that's that's days. wild. Like, <laughs> so yeah, eighteen so it's hard days. To believe. And it's it's hard to buy, and it's hard to think that these couples aren't out for more than that, that. These couples are really getting engaged because they love each other, and more so, like, hey, I don't think it'll be cool that people will talk about us. We can possibly get appearance fees. We can get stuff. We can promote stuff. It's just so hard to take any of these people seriously because they know it. That stuff is out there. Of course. I mean, the way I figure it is like there's a lot of ways in this world to meet someone. And like, yes, maybe you meet someone that you actually like in this kind of situation. It almost strikes me as more realistic as someone who went to summer camp and like yeah. spending 24 hours a day with a bunch of people and finding someone that you like. Like I almost realize like that almost seems more realistic to me to be like, yeah, we're going to date and be together after spending every minute together for two and a half weeks than going on contrived dates once yeah. every maybe week. 
Well, the show, the show aspect of it is the engagement part. And that's why right. the engagement really doesn't mean anything. Basically, at the end of this show, whether it's Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor Paradise, you're basically just choosing to continue to date somebody. But the show is essentially forcing you to use a, use a proposal at the end because they need the viewership to believe into this fairy tale, you know, romance. When in, re- when in reality, you would not propose to somebody that you've maybe spent a total of 72 hours with over the course of two months. Or would you? Know, you? On the bachelor and the bachelorette. <laughs> or would you? If you're crazy enough, maybe you would. Um, but yeah. It, so basically all you're doing is meeting somebody on this show. And you know what? And it's not just me saying that because I'm skeptical of it. You ask former... You ask some of the couples that are married in this. I've heard Jason Mesnick say in an interview. I've seen Allie say it in an interview. I've, heard, I've seen Ashley and JP say it in interviews. Like, you don't fall in love on the show. The relationship starts once the show ends, and then it goes from there. You basically fall in lust. You find somebody that you really connect with and really like, but then after that is where you see if you actually are compatible because you actually become a couple that does couple things that aren't being filmed 24 hours a day and going on exotic dates. I mean, who goes on a helicopter ride on their first date with somebody, you know, it doesn't, what? Doesn't That's happen. not how every first yeah. date start. I feel so, Oh my gosh. Oh, I've been thinking I, about uh, dating all wrong. This is why no I wonder so I'm single. always disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so confused. It's more sparkly yeah. when you can put a Neil Lane diamond ring on it. Every, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's almost too sparkly. This picture last night's episode. If, if Jordan gets there and Jojo's there and she's crying and says she loves him and he's like, Cool. Let's continue to date. Like, that would be a horrible yeah. ending. Like, I mean, we know that. what that ending looks like. It's Juan Pablo's season. Yeah, exactly. He's the only one, and now, now it's now, uh, it's now seventeen seasons in a row. Um, Juan Pablo's the only person that um, hasn't gotten engaged at the end of a season. It's been 17, 16 of the last seventeen seasons have ended in an engagement, and yet every season the show will try and show you a teaser. Or a promo like, oh, my God, it looks like she's going to dump both guys at the end. Or, oh, my God, she's going to walk away heartbroken. Or he's not going to pick anybody. And it's like this. I really want to see one of the Bachelorettes uh, dump both men. I think personally that would be satisfying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be great. I just the show would never allow it just because it's not. They don't want their audience investing 11 weeks in a show to have at the end the girl or the guy just be like, meh. Right. I don't want to date either of you. It's just like, then why did we watch? What's I the think, point? Like, I think that's crazy, though, because it's it's drama. It's great TV for it to change the formula a little bit. To be like, what? What happened? Yeah. Um, I want to throw something out here because I'm I'm now a JoJo Joe stan. <laughs> I want them to be happy. What if Jordan went in with the wrong intentions, but it's like how to lose a guy in 10 days? And he's like... <laughs> At first, it was just for my my job, but then I really fell in love with you. And she's like, I have to go to Washington, D.C. for a job interview. <laughs> and he, like, chases after her on a motorcycle, and then they make out in traffic. <laughs> I, think, I think you watch too many Matthew McConaughey rom-coms. Never. No such How thing. How dare you? <laughs> um, that's um, possible. I- I think I think right now, um, you know, they'll be fine in the short term and they'll do their media rounds. And I saw them on GMA this morning and they said all the right things and did all the right things. And, um, you know, I just I know too much about the situation. I know too much about what he's said, what he's done, um, stuff that he was doing while filming, while the show was airing. It's just. Everything points in the direction of this is not going to end well for either of these two. I've said it for three months. I'm not going to back down from it. 
Can, it can you give us a little anybody. insight Sorry. on what was happening while the show was airing? Because now I'm very curious. Well, I mean, well, the stuff with the Raya account uh, was absolutely true. He can go on and deny it all he wanted to, but he did not shut off his Raya account when the show was filming. When he got back from filming, he still had his Raya account open, which is a dating app for pseudo-celebrities that's legit. And um, I know that Jordan was in contact with girls on Raya when he got back from filming. Period. End of story. So... If he's doing that as an engaged man, um, do I think there's any hope for these two? No, I don't. But I understand where JoJo wants to believe him. Not a good look, Jordan. Not a great look. No, no, it isn't. But I understand why JoJo wants to defend her man. Because if JoJo would have come out last night and said that she just couldn't believe all the rumors and or, you know, or she did believe all the rumors and it just was too hard on her and she had to end things with Jordan. I think she still would have taken a lot of flack because people would have been like, oh, my God, I can't believe you fell for the tabloid stuff. Why didn't you stand by your man or whatever? So that's why I expected her to stand by him. But it doesn't mean that what happened isn't that it doesn't mean that what happened isn't true because it is. Um, She's just choosing not to believe it because she has been sucked into the Jordan Rogers vortex. I just came up with that. The Jordan Rogers <laughs> copyright so that in. <laughs> the Jortex. Um, can Jortex. I trademark that? Because I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. TM. But yeah, she's in fantasy land right now. And she's in the honeymoon phase of the relationship where whatever he tells her, she's going to buy. And she's been buying what he's been selling ever since May when they got engaged. And I'm sure she has no reason to doubt him because he hasn't done anything publicly to her or but there's stuff that she doesn't know about. And it's just a matter of time where until she, someone, if something hits her over the head or somebody gets to her and it's just like, look, I don't know what to tell you, sister, but we're here for you. This isn't going to work out well. Aww. Get out now while you can. Well, we, we are ultimately JoJo. team JoJo. So we just, you know, we want to see her. Yeah. We're here for you. See her happy. Nobody needs to go on this show to find a spouse. Like they, these are all attractive people. They know by going on the show, what this show can bring them. And that's why it's so hard to take any of these people seriously anymore. I mean, Robbie has been an absolute train wreck on social media since he got back from filming. Like he hashtagged everything for the last three months with team Rojo knowing he got dumped at the end. Like who does that? <laughs> oh my and God. Someone, you know, who does that? <laughs> someone who knows that he lost and he needs to brand himself. Like I, I can't believe he did that as much as he did. His family was selling T-shirts with his uh, face on the front of him with a rose in his mouth, the silhouette of his face with a rose in his mouth. Like it's, it's, it's unbelievable what these people have turned into. And they're all opportunists, and they all you know, want to do something different with their lives, and that's why they're going on this show. Not to, you know, finding a spouse is like 78th on the list of important things and reasons for going on the show, you know? Right, which, like, yeah. whatever, you know, live your life, take take your opportunities his family yeah. was a little unsettling yeah. though they were yeah. like if you stand in the way of our son's fame hope we will destroy <laughs> no, you that, that was <laughs> terrifying yeah yeah i mean it was it, 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 i don't think it was anything legally threatening her from what i found out it wasn't like they were gonna say we're gonna sue you it was just like you better keep your mouth shut or else we're not gonna keep our mouths shut and we're gonna trash you too and I think God. Hope just decided, look, yeah. it's not worth my time. I they know were what already happened. kind of doing that. 
Yeah. I know. I, she was the one I felt bad for in all of this, like yeah. to have her name brought up on national television when she didn't go on the show. Hopefully people can let it go and let her kind of live in peace and to sort of wrap up and, and look forward. Do you have any insights on who might be the next Bachelor? What's your What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's going to be Luke. I am pretty sure it's going to be him. I'll be announced during one of the After Paradise shows. Uh, that's when they announced Ben last season. So, um, you know, I really think there's only two legitimate candidates they're even really looking at, and that's Luke and Chase. And I think Chase is about as exciting as paint. So, <laughs> um, and I'm not saying that Luke is a, you know, I'm not saying Luke is a barrel of monkeys either. Uh, but is that the right expression, barrel of monkeys? Uh, anyway, it's an um, <laughs> you know, he's, you know, he's obviously very serious. Every time we saw him with Jojo, he's like always super serious and just, uh, he needs to loosen up a little bit, but he's got the backstory of, you know, army vet went to West point, defended our country, got far with Jojo thought he was the one was stunned when he, when she dumped him in the airport hanger, like he's got the perfect setup and I don't see any, and plus, that's what I've been hearing for six weeks is that that's who they want. And, you know, they'll, they'll throw it out there and they'll tweet out, hey, Bachelor Nation, who do you want as the Bachelor? They know who, they're, they know who they want. Right. And it's just a matter of dotting the I's and crossing the T's and officially signing this and announcing him. But I don't expect it until end of August, beginning of September. Yeah. So I guess we have um, months of, of a heartbroken cowboy to, to look forward to. Yeah. Well, they moved on pretty quickly during mental health from... Do you still love JoJo? Are you still heartbroken? To are you ready to find love? Are you ready yeah. to find love right now? And <laughs> I was like, twenty five. Oh, here's women. our new bachelor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. The men's tell all was a, another obvious audition for his bachelor role. I mean, just the way they presented it. And you know, Chase has one too. But technically, everybody that any guy that gets the top four has the heartbreak story because they're all heartbroken. You know, at least the show makes it seem like they're all heartbroken. So. <laughs> Um, but I just think Luke has a more compelling backstory. Like Chase, what do we know about Chase? Like nothing. Like he offered me nothing about his life, his personality. All I know is he came from a divorced family and his dad cheated on his mom. Like that's it. Like what, is, what does he do? What are his interests? Like he's just boring. And Fish. I think Luke's backstory and to set him up as this all American boy and defended our country. And it just, he's going to be it. And there's no yeah. way we would choose Luke Chase over Luke. It's just not going to happen. I, I think we, yeah, we're, we, we agree with you. Um, so I think we have to wrap up though. We could talk about this, you know, forever. Um, but thank you so much for joining us, Steve. We really appreciate it. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. And that's it for here to make friends. Thanks to our guests, Olivia Caridi and reality, Steve, and as always, thanks to our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, remember to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes to subscribe and give us a rating and review. We're also on Facebook, so please like us. There you will also find a live stream of today's podcast shared on our page. And you can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can always send us an email, here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for the first night in paradise.
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You're probably already familiar with Vogue. You know, the publication that has given audiences an exclusive inside look at fashion and cultural moments for more than 100 years. You can expect no less from Vogue's podcast, The Run-Through with Vogue. Meet the influential people behind the scenes of fashion's greatest moments, from designers and creative directors to Vogue editors and the woman behind the infamous Vogue closet. Get inspired while listening to the creative processes of people like author Zadie Smith, fashion designer Tori Birch, and uh, recent star of the Super Bowl, Usher. Go beyond the pages of Vogue with The Run-Through, available wherever you get your podcasts.